0: And if I don't get it right the first time, you know I won't do it again I'm your body and fender man Let me fix your car When it comes to bodies and fenders You know I'm some kind of superstar All baby. Right, Come on, drive it on up i better let it look under the hood Uh-huh Sounds a little squeaky uh, I think i better give you a new job, baby uh, That's a nice set of headlights you got there, too uh, I think I'm gonna step around in the back of the car And check out that fine rear wheel you got, baby <laughs> Don't get me wrong I just want to work on your automobile i there,
1: So, man. Uh... Watch this. Boy, is it hot today? All you got to do is put one foot in front of the other and keep on walking, walking the blues. Oh, walking your way to freedom, as I'd like to do. This is Global Val. Welcome to That's Women's Magazine. A You're listening to Mutiny Radio. FM here in San Francisco's Mission District. Happy New Year, everybody. It's my first show of 2019. It is 1-1-1-2019, January 11th. And uh, that was a little music being played by our previous DJ, uh, Roman, from the Weekly Rev. And I want to thank Roman for being such a fantastic colleague here at Mutiny Radio, doing a lot of good work for the community, for justice, for peace, for all the good things that we all need in our lives and so desperately er, yearn for, uh, especially when we watch the evening news. I don't watch the evening news too much, folks. Anyhow, happy Friday, uh, it is a beautiful day here. It's a little little rainy, like some gray skies, but that's all right. We need the rain. The water is so important. I was at the Academy of Sciences last night for the nightlife event, which is a fun thing to do on a Thursday night. Cheaper tickets, and it's 21 and over. The planetarium show is called Habitat Earth, and it basically took us from the human I perspective uh, started in the port of Oakland and took us on a journey um, you know, down the Oakland estuary under the water where the, you know, the birds eating the fish, the fish eating the plants, the plants having been this micro environment for all of these other species. Um, it, uh, it was a, it was a real fun ride, I must say. And so uh, it did challenge us as humans to, to recognize our own thirst for energy Uh, in the form of food, and what the transportation of that uh, looks like in terms of uh, the effect it has on our planet. Um, We were introduced with the uh, idea and the visual that a little box of to-go rice with your uh, Chinese takeout probably took about a bathtub's worth of water to produce, um, whereas your, your steak dinner probably took about... 21 bathtubs full of water to produce. So that's perspective. And as we start this new year, which is full of challenges and, you know, obstacles to overcome and solutions to find to uh, our modern day travails. And um, I I have hope, you know, it starts with uh, education, community, community learning from one another, and then of course, working together. Um, So today, I'm really excited in in just a few minutes, probably about 10 minutes or so, I'm going to be interviewing my guest today, Sophia Andri, who is the co-chair and a co-founder of Women's March San Francisco, because the Women's March is coming back, y'all, Saturday, January 19th here in San Francisco. There's a rally at 1130 p.m., p.m., a.m., pardon me, um, rallies at 1130 in the morning, at Civic Center Plaza, uh, followed by a march at 1.30 down to the Embarcadero. Um, but of course, it's not just happening here in San Francisco. It's happening around the country, Washington, D.C. Um, this will be the third year of this iteration of the Women's March. And we've seen a lot of change over the past two year, two or three years. Um, past two years, really, um, since the, that, that low that poorly attended inauguration, um, was just pushed into the, into the archives, the cubby archives of history, um, pushed aside by the massive amount of people who showed up, uh, the next day to march for women, um, and not just for women, but to, to, to have women become the leaders that we already are in, in our own lives and our own families and our friend groups, um, but to, uh, to look towards a more equitable um, way that this country is, is governed and is run and is managed. Um, and it's not just women who are underrepresented, but of course, um, many different facets of society, people from different facets of society um, who have been traditionally considered minority. Well, you know, they talk about that silent minority, but uh, I think we're getting pretty loud. Um, over 125 women, I believe, uh, won elections in November of 2016. Um, and so we'll be talking with Sophia Andre about this year's Women's March San Francisco and getting excited about that and some of the speakers and the women's platform that um, the organizers have been building upon Um So I'm excited and uh, I'm looking forward to that phone call coming in in just a few minutes. Um, in the meantime, as we open this uh, year, um, well, open this year with a shutdown, government shutdown, one of the longest in history. And I emphasize the history of our country, um, a stalemate between, um, the president, uh, who refuses to negotiate uh, until he is given uh, the money to build, extend rather the wall along the U S Mexico border. And uh, in the meantime, government is shut down. So what does that mean? Um, Well, there's a lot of effects and you yourself, if you're listening, you may be feeling them right now um, in one way, shape or form. Um, but there are at least uh, nine federal departments uh, and some smaller agencies you know it's kind of like a big branch, you know, a big family tree of bureaucracy, if you will, um, that um, are, are affected. Um, <clears throat> Uh, at least in part by the lapse in funding, because government shuts down, it's not issuing its uh, payments. Um, Department of Agriculture, Commerce, Department of Justice, Homeland Security, Housing and Open Development, the Interior, State Department, Transportation and the Treasury. Wow and approximately 800,000 federal workers have been furloughed or being required to work without pay. Um, So uh, the ripple effect of people not receiving paychecks or not knowing if they're going to receive paychecks um, is immense. Um, We also see that um, when uh, these agencies and services are closed, everyone who had an appointment is out of luck. Uh, Get in the back of the line because once the government reopens... The people who had appointments for that day are going to get in. So, one um, uh, w- one really kind of uh, kind of ironic uh, result of of this um, of this government shutdown, where the the president wants to build this wall to like keep immigrants out, you know, um, is that the country's immigration courts are closed, um, uh, which of course is delaying. E, the the over overcrowded um, lineup of cases um, that that are that's already on backlog. So, in um, <clears throat> KPCC reported last month that Los Angeles had fewer than forty judges and nearly 74,000 pending immigration qu- cases. So with the courts now closed, the people who were doing court to have their cases have to go to the back of the line, which could add two or three years to their wait time. So... Um, Also, the shutdown has halted E-Verify, which is a federal program that aims to prevent immigrants from working in the U.S. illegally. Uh, Julie Pace is an attorney specializing in employment and immigration law in Phoenix, and she said there's an irony there. We have an electronic wall for E-Verify that should be being used that the government has not funded. So, um, fundamentally, uh, as long as we can see this, I think we can work towards some solutions. I'm Global Val. Thanks for joining me. I'm gonna play a little music, and uh, I hope you get kind of pumped up because I know sometimes it gets a little dreary. You know, the you want to curl up when it's raining outside, but you know, don't forget to like get up and move around. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play some music here from our friends, from Mission Delirium, an amazing uh, brass band ensemble that you might just uh, hear. While they're walking along, uh, while you're walking along in the mission. And uh, hey, where'd that 12 piece uh, giant band just come from? Mission Delirium. that was Mission Delirium. Check them out sometime. Um, Welcome back. You're listening to Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val. We're here at MutinyRadio.fm in San Francisco, getting ready for next Saturday's Women's March, which will be happening around the country, Um, but most certainly here in San Francisco, uh, the third third one uh, uh, since the inauguration of you know who. Um, But I'm really excited today to uh, welcome my guest, uh, Sophia Andari. She's the co-chair and a founding member of the Women's March San Francisco, and has been working diligently in cooperation with other inspired and inspiring folks uh, to produce this year's rally in March, again, taking place on Saturday, January 19th here in Civic Center uh, with a rally at 1130 and a march down Market Street at 130. Um, And it is... uh, this year's uh, event is co-hosted by Planned Parenthood, Northern California. So thank you, Planned Parenthood, and um, welcome, uh, Sophia. Thank you for calling the show.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Well, it, I'm really excited about next uh, Saturday. The Women's March has been um, is, it has been an inspiring event every year so far. Um, so this will be the third Women's March, um, essentially. Um, and the themes have kind of evolved from... In 2017, it was the Women's March, Hear Our Voice. Uh, in 2018, it was Hear Our Vote. First we marched, now we run, which was a great one. Um, and now this year's theme is is the Women's Wave and Truth to Power. Um, tell us a little bit about the 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 theme for this year, and then also I know that there's also a Women's Agenda uh, that's been put together to be put forward.
0: So for this year's theme, I mean, kind of like you, you spoke to the first and second year where it was more about being heard and representation and making sure that people are out and voting and also running for office, right, or getting civically engaged. Um, of course, we want that all to continue, right? It's not like we're saying we did that then. We No, that all needs to continue. And the idea is speaking truth to power it is, is just ensuring that everybody stays focused and keeps the movement strong and stays at the table and works to create um, to, to create space for all communities, especially communities that are being attacked to stepping up uh, for those communities to not just thinking of our own kind of, Issues, but also our neighbors, our friends, um, to make sure that we're always representing. And then within celebrating the women's ways, we want to keep the momentum going. I think it was estimated, I, I, I don't know if it was 127 or 117, i got to check those numbers, but that were sworn into Congress, right? Right. And that doesn't, I, I mean, that's an amazing, amazing thing. But we need to keep that going and we need to get to 50% in Congress and not just Congress in, in, in our workplaces in, in our everyday life. Um, we need to make sure that women are equal in, in every which way and also that our more, most marginalized and, and the communities that are attacked are also um, being treated um, with, uh, with equality and, and, and justice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I, the, the word that has been you know that has kind of come to the surface at least most certainly in the past couple of years um, more broadly is this intersectionality um, that one that one group's uh, struggle for equality or equity or justice is not separate from any other uh, groups uh, you know same pursuit. Um, so, I know that the, the Women's March is kind of founded upon, you know, the principles of unity, um, social justice, human rights, the environment, and tying them all together where previously, you know, it, I mean, obviously movements have evolved, um, but a, a lot of them are, are often kept very separate, and it's kind of, a di- it almost says divide and conquer, right? How can you possibly you know change one thing if nobody else is paying attention but what I love about the women's March is that it's bringing it all together and it's saying look at all of these aspects of our society um, look at all of these different ways that um, systems work against um, you know various groups within within our culture um, so so this year there's there's actually a women's agenda that's being um, you know that's been uh, cra- uh crafted and is going to be pushed forward um, to follow up, like you said, to to stay involved. Can you tell us about the women's agenda? I I
0: think the women's agenda is is something that came out more from, um, I I, I believe, Women's March uh, D.C. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know that we were necessarily, because we are each a self-created, autonomous group, Mm -hmm. um, we kind of have different... different organizing that, 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 that we do, right? So we, we kind of hold this movement that we hold the name, but we're each groups that, that kind of do more local stuff, right? I, you have to look at it. What's, what works in Washington, D.C. is not going to work in San Francisco. What works in San Francisco is not going to work in San Diego. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work in Chicago, Right. So yeah. I, I think I, I think the agenda overall is more about staying focused and really, uh, r- really getting a better understanding of intersectionality. Um, that's what brought me to this movement. Uh, I remember when 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 we were starting, people were very critical of being like, just p- pick pick a lane or, or pick one of these. Why, why do you have eight unity principles? And to me, that's what attracted me to this right, is, is, is that we are being intersectional in our thinking and in our doing and in our activism um, and in, 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 in our thought process. Um, so I think from—I know, speaking from Women's March San Francisco, and I know um, with it, uh, we did work also with Women's March California chapters, we were very specific in wanting to ensure that we added the Truth to Power theme this year— um, to this march, um, because we feel like that's kind of it, it, it's an important kind of thought where you know we have to continue to showing up and speaking the truth and 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 ensuring that you know anybody that's trying to break the movement, or or, or anybody that's kind of trying to undermine it or or erase our leadership or erase the work that we've done locally, Mm -hmm. but that they're not able to.
1: Yeah. And I really appreciate that aspect too, um, because especially when we have a president who habitually lies, um, you know, the term truth to power, speak truth to power, which has been, you know, around for some time, um, is maybe more uh, pointed than ever at this point in time. Um, so that, I, I appreciate that the Bay Area. <laughs>
0: and, 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 and that was, and that was honestly our thinking. It's, it's not just the Bay Area. It was a collective coalition with uh, Women's March California chapters. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so you'll see California messaging a a lot of uh, a lot of the chapters in California have truth to power as part of their messaging. And it is precisely because of so much (laughs) lies that are being put out there. You know, it's getting to a point where I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. Like, I, I just I don't know anymore. You know, it's. It's
1: crazy. Yeah, it's it's one of those flip the script games, you know, like you <laughs> yeah. know, say that up is down and 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 red is blue, uh, <laughs> until you drive the other side crazy <laughs> a little yeah,
0: bit. Exactly. Exactly. I,
1: I try to keep that in mind when I'm getting, you know, you know, when when the steam wants to come out of my ears, I'm like, focus. <laughs> those lies are are. are are, are no better than than what can be put out there um, in in the form of truth and and working together and uh, doing what people across this country uh, want to do, which is to have fairness um, in our society. Um, you know, each individual is kind of driven by, you know, the needs that they have. Um, but of course we see in this movement that it's much more open, um, to look at the needs of, of everyone. Um, so, so at the women's March coming up, uh, next Saturday, I know there's going to be a lot of speakers. Um, so who, who who'll be joining us if you want to give a couple of names of people who, who uh, you're excited about hearing from this year at the rally. Um, and anything that, that you know, some of the themes yeah. that they may be speaking about?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think we have about a little over fi- 15 speakers, which normally we have less, but some of them are, are in a combined kind of coalition. Uh, so we always start off with an opening song and ceremony by the um, uh, Native American, um, especially the Native Americans that are native to the Bay Area. So we have uh, Canyon Sayer Roots, who's an artist, author, and activist. Uh, she actually joined us last year, and we just uh, were always blown away by her, so we wanted to invite her again um, as part of the, the the opening ceremony. And with her is also um, going to be Aurora May. Mamian Marge grown uh, apart Anita uh, Lucsse and the they are all Native Americans from various um, um, various tribes and they're going to be speaking about missing and murdered indigenous women which, Mm-hmm. Is a quite a big thing that never gets talked about, and we feel like in San Francisco, this is something that's extremely important to us, yeah. Uh, so we want to make sure that we provide them that platform, um, um to, 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 to be able to, s- to speak truth to power, right?
1: right. And
0: that's that, that's kind of how we're going to start it off. Uh, we of course have our, uh, um, our amazing mayor, London Breed, who is the first African American. Uh, female uh, mayor in San Francisco so um, that's uh, we also have Gilda Gonzalez who is the CEO of uh, Plant Parenthood North North California they are also our co-host so she will be honoring us and she's the first um, um, Latina to serve as a CEO for California Plant Parenthood affiliation uh, affiliates we also have Marcy Glazer, who is the CEO of uh, JCCSF, the Jewish Community Center of San Francisco.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have Claire Farley, who is the Senior Advisor on Transgender in- Initiatives for the Mayor's Office. Um, we have Sam Liu, who is uh, Policy Director at Coalition for Homelessness, and I Believe she was one of the main people that uh, worked on and created um, Proposition C in San Francisco. Uh,
1: the 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 uh, November Proposition C um, giving regarding uh, money to fund uh, homelessness and homelessness homeless and prevention services. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes,
0: which got passed uh, thankfully. Uh, and it got passed, I think, by over 67%, which is great.
1: Yes, yeah, so it was a very popular initiative.
0: It definitely was, yeah. So she's one of the key creators uh, of, of that initiative. Um, so she's going to be there. Uh, we also have uh, Musimbi Kenioro, who's the CEO of Global Fund for Women. You know, we tend to be a lot more lo- local um, in, in our speakers and and, and, kind of, and of course, organizing, mm-hmm. but the platform is important internationally as well, and Global Fund for Women. Um, you know, even even before I, uh, uh, even before I, I was with Women's March San Francisco, um, th- that was one of my favorite organizations. It still is one of my favorite organizations globally. Um, you know, they really a- uh, advocate for women and girls' health and human rights uh, across the uh, across the world. And you know, when we're so privileged in San Francisco, in the Bay Area, um, I think a lot of times uh, we we, we don't realize how much work needs to be done outside as well, and that it's also a role that we need to do and we need to help with, right? So it's important to definitely focus locally and work locally, but you also have to think about um, what's happening around the world and how you can help. Yeah. I, I, so, I mean, there mm-hmm. are so many more speakers. <laughs> we have uh, I, Rebe- Rebecca Solnit, who's a writer, activist, and historian. Very, very well liked and admired in the Bay Area. Uh, there's quite a huge list, so I, people can definitely go to womensmarchbayarea.org, uh, and you can go to the um, update blog section to see the list of, uh, of all the
1: speakers. That's great. Um, yeah, and, and, and I, I went to... I mean, I went to the rally uh, last year and it was a really inspiring time um, and experience. Um, wh- what else can people expect at this year's event um, in terms of being able to enhance their own ability to get involved in some of these things? Um, will there be tabling? Uh, will there be opportunities to speak with you know, some of these peop- people's organizations? Um, wh- it, or will it just be the rally and the march?
0: So, uh, it it is going to be the same structure we've done for the last two years. And one of the reasons is because of the numbers we get in San Francisco, right? The first year we had 110,000. The second year we had over 80,000. So, we never know. When people are like, how much do you estimate? I'm like, it's a guesstimate and I don't even know, you know. But um, it's a matter of, you know, we are 100% volunteer led. um, And, the work that we do our concentrated effort is to make sure that we are creating a safe environment for everybody and an accessible environment so that is number one priority so we focus so much energy on that um if we were a smaller group uh i'm sorry a smaller city and in a sense, right, mm-hmm. we would be able to do tabling. We just cannot with the layout and, and, and with how it's structured in San Francisco. That's never been an option that we would have even considered. And it really is more about wanting people to be there and really listening to these amazing speakers who each one of them will be providing the, the, their own ways that people can get involved, you know.
1: Right. Excellent. Uh, and we're
0: going to be and we're going to be live streaming that information as well, and we're going to be putting links to what they're talking about and um and their organizations. So we like to stay focused more on that because we, throughout the year we are a very active group. For example, in November we had a tabling, we had a civic engagement fair uh, with multiple organizations. Um, and, and and but that's in a better atmosphere we had it at the women's building which is one of our partners and but in that atmosphere it's it's a lot easier for people to actually talk and for people to actually get the information they need versus being in a rally that you know, that can have up to 80,000 people trying, right. to, yeah, to, the, trying to manage
1: that. That absolutely makes sense. So, um, so Women's March Bay org is that going to be, is that where it's going to be live streamed and where those links are going to be um, to the speakers and, and their resources? I mean,
0: so we will we will put the live stream uh, links after. But when we live stream, it's, it it is easier for us to do it usually from Facebook. Okay, but we will provide any outside links um, on on our website, and and the Facebook one is just it's it's, it's Women's March San Francisco.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, uh, you and I met this this year in September at the She the yes. People conference. Oh, um, and by the way, she will be uh, Amy Allison will be there Amy, as well. Th- that's right, Amy Allison. She was named one of the top nineteen people to watch by. Was a oh, Politico magazine? Uh, Politico, I think. Uh, yes, Politico in twenty nineteen, the top nineteen. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, yeah. She's amazing. She's been uh, she's been a great partner with us. I mean, we um, we were a partner to she the people. We've uh, we've also had her on panels, and uh, yeah, she's just been uh, j- j- just an, an incredible person to work with and and get to know. Um, And she's doing some amazing things, and we definitely value that and want to make sure that she's also uh, uh, being heard. And She the People, I I, I loved it. I can't wait for the next one. I'm so excited for that one.
1: It was so amazing. Um, And and for people who are out there who are listening, She the People was a conference that Amy Allison it coordinated, it was her. It was her brainchild, um, and brought together women from 36 states uh, uh, for an all-day conference here in San Francisco. Um, it was focused on not just getting more women involved in politics and and at all levels, but also. Um, women of color and diversifying the voices of, of representatives. Um, and what I got from that day, well, was so much, but one of the things I got from that day and from last year's Women's March was, um, the opportunity to hear from organizers around the country who have been incredibly effective in their communities and in their states in terms of getting out the vote, registering people to vote, um, building movements from the ground up. And that was really kind of the theme. And uh, it really kind of started for me at the Women's March last year, uh, listening to a lot of the speakers who who came to talk about the work that was being done all ac- around the country. And then she, the people kind of brought it home. Um, it was kind of like a check-in to see what had already been done. And then yeah. uh, then came November. So it's been yeah. a, a very active um, and amazing year Uh yeah, uh, and so... Um,
0: and, and, and and a lot of the elected people were, were at She the People, so it was amazing that we got the opportunity to hear from them um, before getting sworn in to office to uh, Congress.
1: That's right, yeah. We, we met with uh, Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib, yeah.
0: She was um, awesome.
1: Yeah, it was so cool. It was, yeah, She the People, I'm just going to keep talking about that.
0: No, I know, and, and, I, and I can't <laughs> wait. I, I can't wait, like, you know... When we're planning for Women's March San Francisco, it's, uh, so we have like an, an initial volunteer leadership team, but we have to bring in so much planning team leadership mm-hmm. um, in order to plan for, um, you know, and we start, we start as early as October normally, but because of the November elections, so many of us are also involved in helping political candidates and different things. Mm-hmm. So. We weren't able to really start this year until mid-November, um, and it's just nonstop, nonstop. So once this is done, and I people are like, what are you going to do after the march? I'm like, sleep for about two weeks.
1: That's right. Self-care. <laughs> after
0: that, I definitely want to you know, uh, re- reconnect. The biggest thing that we do from San Francisco is uh, women's marches, try to uh, always uh, be involved with the community and helping out. Various groups that align with our unity principles and 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 what we want to do and and support them.
1: That's fantastic, and I, I thank you for all of your work, um, being uh, one of the founders and and organizers of the Women's March for the now three years, going on three years. Yeah, um, yeah. It
0: started November two thousand sixteen when we created it when we created Women's March San Francisco.
1: And how, we we have a, we have a couple more minutes here. Um, First, I want to say uh, that if people want to volunteer or they're still looking for volunteers that we can let people know that. Um, Uh,
0: We we have a couple of volunteer. um, We have one coming up on Saturday and the next one, I know that the 16th is going to be at the Women's Building from 6 to 7 and on Saturday I don't have that right in front of me but we do have one set up for I'm going to let you know in one second um, for Saturday afternoon to make it a little bit more accessible for people that can't do it on a weekday. And that's going to be at 10:30 AM this Saturday at uh, Grace uh, uh, Evangelical Lutheran Church. It is on 33rd Avenue. So, People can definitely go to, if you go to our website, Women's March Bay Area, you can go into the San Francisco tab and it shows you all the events that are happening in San Francisco, that includes the volunteer links. We are always in need of volunteers for the day of. We usually need to have about 100 uh, volunteers the day of. That includes peace ambassadors that are gonna be helping with the safety, um, you know, set up, clean up, there's so much that needs to happen that day. And the more people, the easier it is for everybody. Um, another ask that we definitely need is donations. Uh, our bare-bone budget is 67000 in San Francisco. And that is truly for us to be able to have a safe and accessible march. I, I think a lot of times people are like, why do you need so much? Porter potties, permits sound the stage. I mean, we are this. We are we are, we are not an organization. We're grassroots, right? We're, we're a bunch of volunteers trying to put something together for our community, and we need to pay vendors, uh, you know. So right. it's, uh, we need to get all these things. So we are pre- we're short about twenty five thousand dollars right now. So we are trying to hustle and uh, trying to do fundraising and and contacting people to fund, but we also need to focus on finalizing finalizing everything that we have to do. So any support that we can get, um, you know, a $5 donation adds up, um, you know. So...
1: Well, that is a that. good reminder. I'll I'll definitely be posting um, this podcast. So uh, we're right now we're streaming live on Mutiny Radio FM. After this program, um, it will be in our podcast archive under Women's Magazine for today, which is uh, January 11th. So um, I'll be posting that link on the on our Facebook uh, page and um, and also a link to the Women's March Bay Area org uh, to let people know that vol- volunteers and donations are needed um, because I, I do really appreciate. And, and so many people, obviously, at least 80,000 people to 110,000 people uh, appreciate the work that that you've done um, to put this together um, and looking forward to next next Saturday. Um same here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and then looking forward to, to you taking a nice winter's <laughs> nap after that. Sophia Andari. I'm
0: going hi- to hibernate. <laughs>
1: it's true. We need to do that. And then taking care of the world is a big job. Um, it, is. <laughs> it, it reminds me of a, something that happened. It was about, I want to say it was about two years ago, maybe three years ago. It was a January, and there was a huge blizzard in Washington, D.C. And so, you know, lots of places were closed, as happens with that kind of extreme weather. But Congress was open, and the only members of Congress who showed up to work in the blizzard were women. So... That's the, that's the <laughs> ethic. Um and that's why we're born to lead. Um Sophia Andari, yes, thank is. you so much for calling in. Uh, did you have any other uh comments or um things that you need to let people know about the march in terms of I mean, we know the time, the rally's at eleven thirty at Civic Center Plaza, march at one thirty, it's family friendly, wear comfortable shoes, all of that thing. Um, Check
0: the weather. Check the weather. Please come prepared. <laughs> And whether it's rain or shine, we're having it. I mean, uh, I, I think somebody might suggest they're like, if it's raining, is it going to be canceled? I'm like,
1: absolutely <laughs> no. not. It was raining the first year. It was pouring. It poured first, rain the first pouring. year. And 110,000 people were <laughs> out on the streets. So.
0: so I think we can do it again. I, you know? I know we so. can. <laughs> well, I know we can. I'm, I'm not worried. Yeah. So just, I, just show up and, and continue, continue. Um, uh, not just to resist, but continue to, to be involved, uh, uh, get involved in your communities however you can, and make sure that you are uh, supporting your local women's marches. Um, all of them are self-funded, so whichever march you're going to, you're coming to San Francisco, You know, make sure you're supporting us however you can. You're going to Oakland, make sure you're spawning Oakland however you can. Um, that's very important as a leader. I want to make sure um that we don't take away from from others. So it's very important to me that the community supports um, the marches that they're attending.
1: Excellent. Thank you for all your work for, on behalf of uh, women and, and communities and, and our great San Francisco, and, city of San Francisco. Thank
0: you. thank you. And thank you for your work. And thank you again so much for having me. Really appreciated it.
1: Absolutely. Well, you're welcome back anytime. And uh, Women's Magazine here for you at Mutiny Radio uh, in San Francisco. All right. You have a good one. You too. Appreciate it. All right. See you next Saturday. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Bye-bye, Sophia. Sophia Andari, co-chair and co-founder of Women's March San Francisco. It's happening, rain or shine, folks. It was pouring rain the first year, Um, drizzling, and then it got dark, and then it was pouring, and people were still walking down the streets with signs in their hands, ponchos on their shoulders, smiles on their faces. And there were even dance parties. So, you know, I think sometimes people say, well, what does a protest do? What does a march do? You know, I mean, there's a lot of cynics in our, in our world, but what it, what it does from my perspective is, is that it allows people to come together and to feel the energy of other people who are, um, you know, in need of connecting because we live, despite being so connected by our technologies in this world, um, very disconnected, um, in a day to day kind of way, going to work, you go to your office, you go to your school, you go to your, um, you know, construction site, uh, you know, we, we're not always surrounded by, um, others who, who are having um, or voicing the same concerns as, as many of us are. Um, and so coming together, um, you know, don't be skeptical about this. Um, I I heard somebody complaining on the BART train uh, after the first march, or not complaining, but kind of, you know, musing on the fact that like, I saw people and they looked like they were having fun. They couldn't be that angry, you know, and it's like, well, that's the thing. It's like, the reason why we're angry is because we want life to be full of joy. So one must practice uh, what one wants to preach. Um, I'm global Val. Uh, thank you for listening to women's magazine. I'm going to play a little more music for you. Uh, I've got a few more minutes here, on this afternoon's program and yeah, here's a little more mission delirium. Talk about a marching band. You are listening to Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val Mutiny Radio.fm, San Francisco's Mission District. Happy 2019, everybody. We're here. We made it. And I really want to thank um, Sophia Andari and all of the amazing people who have been working to put together the Women's March. Again, that'll be next Saturday, January 19th, here in San Francisco. 11:30 is the rally. 1:30 is the march. So uh, you can definitely check out womensmarchbayarea.org and um, get more details, get inspired, volunteer, make a donation. Um, it is a volunteer run um, event. So um, this is an expensive city to throw big events in. Uh, so they, they could really use um, every little bit that, that, that counts. Um, and of course, if you get out there, you know, be safe, be friendly. Be uh, prepared for the weather conditions. Bring yourself a little snack and a, you know, a reusable water bottle, please. If you know, let's get let's get get away from plastic. Remember, part of the intersectionality is the environment because that's what connects us all. What can I say? Um, Life is heady, but you know what? We can handle it. Here's um, one more announcement um, and then I'll do a little poem for you uh tomorrow saturday january 12th we're having a special event right here at mutiny radio from 8 to 10 p.m it'll be part of the friends of mutiny podcasts on in our podcast archive on Uh, mutinyradio.fm ek keith our fantastic poetess and friend uh, organizer of poems under the dome um had her book of uh, poetry published by nomadic press. The book is called ordinary villains and it's this really amazing uh, book of poetry um, that was, that was recently released Um, and we're having a book release party for her here at mutiny radio Saturday. That's tomorrow, January 12th from eight to 10 PM. It's a special event. There's going to be um, featured readers and uh, featured music. So it is a show, um, but you're welcome to come join us in person right here at 2781 21st street, right on the corner of 21st and Florida and the mission district, or listen online mutiny live or after the fact in the podcast archive under friends of mutiny. And you'll see the by date as they do the January 12th uh, event. So very exciting. Um, so let me read you a poem since we're talking about women's march um we won't be doing a sh- we will not be doing sh- a live show next friday um this is my women's march show so uh here the last time we were here was the solstice and um and i went home and the next day i wrote this poem so here you go red Red are my lips, my fingertips, this dress on my hips. Bold, striking fire in the cold. Red, the color of old, the first color of the first mother. Blended and never-ended, red is the source of light behind closed eyes. Red, brazen to the ancients when it ignited. Red is the birthright. No other entry but through me, through her and a thousand she's whose seasons lifted and fell with the trough and the swell of millions of moon tides, days and nights under the sway of the same satellite. The heavens may be blue, but red is how the earth grows. And red is how we all know that the heat within is the power we're born in. I'm Global Val. Thanks for joining me this afternoon on Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. You can check it out in the podcast archive for one one 2019 uh, We are all one, and I'm just getting started here. The Common Thread Collective is coming up next here at Mutiny Radio. We'll be uh, hanging out with our friends. You're welcome to join us for a community open mic from 3 until about 5.30. And uh, I hope you do join us. Um it's going to be a good time. So thanks again for tuning in. And uh, remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like, hey, why don't we just get together and make sure that 100,000 people can come on the streets of San Francisco peacefully and uh, move an agenda of peace and equality forward. Hey, you know, inspiration is contagious. So peace and thank you and stay tuned. Yeah.